So happy to Mother's Day to all the moms. I mean, if you really think about it, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for mom, right? I mean, this is simple truth. I know dad played a part in it, but hey, mom did the work. I'm not even going to argue that point. She did the work. But when I was putting this together, I was thinking, thinking about my mom. And I think for most of us, when we think back to our moms, one of the main things that we think about or, or main things that comes to light in my mind was my mom was a source of knowledge, right? I mean, she was. And when I needed answers, I went to mom. When I, when I, nothing against my dad. Now, this, you know, you know, if something broke, I went to dad. You know, it was just the way it was, you know. But when I needed information, I went to mom. You know, information about life, information about, I don't know, insurance, information about credit, information about anything. I just went to mom. Mom was a source of knowledge. And as I was putting all this together, and, and I'm going to kind of, uh, take a, not take a jab at mom, but I'm going to talk about, my mom was funny. She was funny, and I think back now to, she had a lot of sayings. How many of you had mom that had sayings, right? Well, my mom has some sayings, and I'm going to tell you, <laughs> it's hard for me not to laugh thinking about some of these, but as I was putting these things together, she just, she had a lot of sayings, you know, when, especially when me as a bratty little boy, I'd push her buttons, all right? <laughs> and mom's not here to get on to me for this, so I'm going to bring all these to light today, all right? So I'm going to go over some of these sayings. Now, those sayings always taught me something. So I actually sat down, and I made a list of mom's sayings. And, and, and I wish my sister was here. She would love this. But I made a list, and I actually looked down my list. And man, it was long. I'm not going to go over the whole list with you guys today. It was long. I was like, wow, mom, you were a source of knowledge, you know. And it, it, but I wrote down next to it what I learned from what she said, all right. Because she, had, she was just known for her classic sayings and, and quick quotes. And, and when I did dumb things, she always had something quick to say about it, you know. And, and she was just that way. You know, I grew up in a time when parents could, they didn't, when, when parents could actually discipline you. So guys don't, if some of these sayings don't think my mom was an abuser, please don't judge mom. She was not an abuser, all right. She reacted out of anger sometimes, just like we all do. And some of these sayings are going to come across that way. But I grew up in a time where you could get disciplined, right? Should get disciplined. I got spankings. Woo, did I get spankings? My mom was a flip-flop mom. How many had a flip-flop mom? Come on. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And if you ran from her, hey, she could throw it too. <laughs> but that was a time. It was good times. And listen, mom also, t- <laughs> I grew up in a time where, uh, the, where parents didn't just always smother you with protection. And even as a child, I can remember being able to make mistakes. And it did hurt sometimes. Sometimes I got scraped. Sometimes I got broken bones. Sometimes, But you know what? I learned from that. And, you know, we need, we need parents like that today because today we're smothering our kids to the point where they don't learn consequences and they don't learn to, the, the, to make the right choices. And they don't, they're not learning that if you make wrong choices. And unfortunately, as they grow up, they grow up with a very extremely entitled mentality. And, and then, we're, you know, that changes their whole concept of thinking when they become adults. But anyway, all that being said, don't judge mom. Mom was a good mom. She did not abuse me when you hear some of these. Now, I do what, what I want to do is when I, when I share these, I'm going to share these. I want some, imp, I want some, imp, I want some feedback. If your mom, well, now I know Michelle can't do this because her mom's here. So she's mom and D's going to be like, shh, shh, I didn't say that. No, I didn't say, you know. <laughs> well, Jeremy can't either because there's mom there. 
But as I share these, if you've heard this or your mom said this, I want you to raise. I want. I just want you to let me know. Raise your hand. And listen. Don't listen. Don't. We're in church. Can't lie. All right. You can't lie. I won't really want to know. Was my mom crazy? You know, because <laughs> some of these just aggravated me so much. Even as a child, I remember, I can remember some of these. All right. So the first one that drove me completely bananas was mom taught me logic. All right. Moms are so logical, so smart, such a source of knowledge. And the thing that she always told me that drove me completely bananas, she said, because I said so, and that's why. Whoa, my goodness. See, I wasn't just me. <laughs> I was like, what? That doesn't matter. What? No, explain. Why? You know. <laughs> but you know, my, and mom was, and I'll tell you something, mom, my mom was very practical. You know, when I did dumb things, and how many know kids do dumb things? Right? And I'm talking about when I was really dumb, because when I got older, I did dumber things. But as a child, we did dumb things. And mom was just very cut, cut and dry. You know, she would she would advise me, don't do dumb things, don't do that. Or, and I'll get, I use this example because this became something that she used a lot. We were, as children, we loved to climb trees. You know, we, we were in the day where you went outside, you played football, you climbed trees, you rode bicycles, you know, we didn't sit on computers. And, they, and we had this one tree right in our yard, right outside our door, and it was tiny. But we liked to climb it. You know, I'd get on one side at the top. My cousin lived in the neighborhood. You know, he'd get on the other side, and we'd swing back and forth, you know. We're 30 foot off the ground, you know. And Mom came out, and she told us, she said, now, she, a couple times she'd come out the door, and she said, uh-uh, get down, get out of the tree. Y'all going to break that thing? Y'all going to fall? You're going to break your neck, you know. You know, but Mom was just kind of, she, straight to the point. So we got down, and, but, you know, we're boys, and we went right back up the tree as soon as Mom went back in the house. And so this went on, and finally, she came out, uh, and, and, and here comes some more of that motherly logic, you know. She come out, and she saw us up the tree again, and she finally just looked at us, and she said, I told you to get out of that tree. And then so mom goes back, and we get down, she goes back in the house. Well, guess what? We can't stand it. It was fun bringing on that tree, so we go right back up the tree. And mom finally comes out, I mean, comes out again, and I'll never forget, because we were scared, you know. You know, I'm afraid I'm looking, she got her flip-flops on, you know, can they make it this far, you know? And so we're up the tree, and she comes back out again. She said, okay, fine. If you fall out of that tree and you break your neck, well, you're not going with me to the store. Now, that was just, that was, that's all she said. And she got in her car, and she went to the store, and she left. But that became a saying that she'd always say. She'd always tell me and my sister, if we kept doing something stupid, well, right, keep going. You break your neck, it's your, you're going to deal with the consequences, you know. So logical. She was teaching us so much about logic, right? And I, and I, and I love my mom for this. You know, I wish she, I wish she was alive to, for me to ask her some of these questions because some of these are going to blow your mind. But she taught me foresight. And, and this one, guys, I, I, you probably won't raise your hand on this one, right? Maybe you will. But I never understood this. Mom would always tell me when I went to someone's house or I went to travel somewhere or anywhere, anyway, she would say, hey, make sure you got clean underwear on in case you get in an accident. Huh? I didn't see any hands go up on that one, but I saw a lot of people laughing. <laughs> I said, what? I'm like, really? I'm like, okay, let me go check, you know. You know, I'm like, I want Mom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't get me laughing. All right, so mom was great. 
she was precious. She taught me irony. And she taught me irony because mom, she was very practical and to the point. You know, when I was little, I was a brat sometimes. You know, how many of you know little boys can be a brat? Shh, don't say nothing. All right? All right? And those with boys say, yes, that's correct. <laughs> but I would, I'd try the old cry and get your way thing, you know. But mom taught me irony. She got a quick saying that come back really fast. You keep crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about. <laughs> How mean, you couldn't use that today. You know, you go to jail, right? <laughs> and my, mom was, this next one, mom was always really quick. She was, always, she was t- I realize now she was teaching me about behavior modification because I heard this one a lot. And she really wanted to make sure I understood this. And I actually see this now in my own children because she'd quickly tell me all the time, stop acting like your father, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, what? You know, really? You know, it's, what am I learning from this? Right? I'm learning something. Behavior modification, right? And that's usually when she would come in and teach me about the circle of life. You know, because I'm usually I'm really making her angry right now, and she'd teach me about the circle of life, and she'd be teaching me like, I brought you into this world, I can take you out of this world. You know, <laughs> that was a classic when she got angry. Yeah, of course, mom was her bark was a lot worse than her bite. It really was, but. <laughs> And this is next one, guys. I really struggled with this one as a child because I didn't understand this. She taught me hypocrisy. All right, that sounds mean, right? But she taught me hypocrisy because she had a thing that drove me bananas. She would always say, because little kids, you know, we exaggerate things and we stretch the story sometimes and all this. And she'd get aggravated and she'd always say, if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, stop exaggerating the truth. I'm like, what did you just say, you know? Once, a thousand times, you just exaggerate. You know, I'm like, Mom, think, what are you doing? You can't say that. I'm a little kid, right? (laughs) But she was teaching me about hypocrisy. I see that, right? That's a joke, right? But Mom also, she taught this is this is a given right here. She taught me about weather. Every time she walked in my room, this place looks like a tornado went through here. And I actually hear this from, I actually hear this one from her all the time. She goes in the, the boys' room. She's like, oh, my God. shut the door, you know, just close the door, all right? Now, I'm just telling you, it's true. (laughs) Mom taught me about osmosis. All right, you know what that is? You know, back to biology, that's where where molecules, they go through the membrane. They actually just soak soak through the membrane right there. (laughs) Because she would always say... (laughs) And this used to... I'd be like, what? She'd always say, shut up and eat your supper. I mean, how's that? It's not going to work, you know. I'm like, Mom, what? What am what, what I supposed to do, you know? Get an IV, you know? <laughs> Just like, Mom, really? <laughs> and now this is one I hear from Michelle here I, when our kids were little because that's when she'd teach me about patience. You're going to sit there until all that broccoli is gone. You're not getting up until all that broccoli is gone. And this, we saw this, mo- we had struggled with this mostly with Anna. Anna, 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 our daughter Anna. She was stubborn. She was stubborn, stubborn, stubborn. And she didn't like to eat certain things. And, and you know, mom's pretty strong-willed. And happy Mother's Day, I love you. you know, and, and so when you put them two together in the battle, nobody's backing down. And Anna was like, what, three years old when she'd sit at the table, sit in her little booster seat. You're not getting down until you eat that. No, you didn't use that tone, you know. Now, honey, you know, you need to eat your chicken or whatever. And then Anna would stuff it in her cheeks. She'd look like a chipmunk, like this. And she'd sit there, guys. And I promise you, 
30 minutes, and it'd be just oozing out his nasty. I'd be like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Can't handle this. And mom's over there cleaning up. You ain't getting down. No, you ain't getting. I brought you into this world. I'll take you out of this one. No. <laughs> oh, my God. But we're teaching our kids, right? We were teaching our kids. Oh, my goodness. Thank God my children are grown, though. No, those were precious times. They really were. <laughs> but my mom, when I made her mad, she also taught me about time travel. If you don't straighten up, I'm going to knock you in in the middle of the next week, right? <laughs> that's what happened when that flip-flop came. You know, she was trying. And that's, of course, when she would teach me about anticipation. You just wait until your father gets home. Come on. Oh, and, and of course, then she'd go on and teach me a little more. That's when she taught me about receiving. You're going to get it when your dad gets home, right? Uh, she was teaching me so much. Moms are such a source of knowledge. It was, it was, you know, you could always endure, uh, not always. I don't know all you moms out there, you know, but you may not spank. We got spankings. And, uh, you know, we, we knew as boys we could tolerate mom's spankings sometimes. Sometimes she could ooh, be like, where'd that come from, you know? But we did not want to have to endure dad coming home. Now, it was just you just did not want to you didn't want to cross that bridge, right? But my, my thank Lord for mom. Now, uh, <laughs> this next one, and this goes this. My, let me just tell you a little background on this one. Me, my sister and I, we love each other and do anything for. Her. She's older than I am, by the way. Your older sis. I won't give your age right here yet. I think you're five years older than me though, and I'm fifty. So. Uh, Anyway, no, we, but we did. But my sister and I, as siblings, we fought a lot. All right, how many fought with your brothers and sisters, right? Come on, we all did. <laughs> but we did. We really fought. I mean, my sister broke my nose twice, okay? One time we were fighting. No, she never hit me. One time we were fighting, and I, she was older than me, and, but I was, you know, I, was, I, I wouldn't back down, and I was chasing her. I chased her into the bathroom. She's hiding in there, and I wanted her to come out because I wanted to hit her some more, you know, and I'm hitting on the wall leaned over like this, come out of the bathroom. And she kicks the door open. And that door swings open and catches me right there and just, and just splat my nose. All right? So I deserved it, right? My dad came home and said, what happened? He told him, he said, well, yeah, you bet you won't do that again. You know? I said, oh, okay, thank you, you know. <laughs> Very practical, you know, you learn. Don't do those dumb things again. But, the, and then the other one, she broke my nose at a baseball game. I was catching, and she actually dropped the bat. That was an accident, I think, right? She still swears it was an accident, right? Point is, is we fought all the time, and Mom used to get so aggravated with breaking us up. And she started using a saying like this, and this is her saying. This is so funny. Now that I look back and think back, she says, she would always tell us, because we'd get to wrestling around, you know, pushing. Oh, he touched me. He never got me. You know, and all this. And mom finally got to the point she was done with it. And she's like, look, if, you're gonna, if you two are going to kill yourself, do it outside because I just cleaned the house. Now, what did I learn out of that? She taught me how to appreciate a job well done. Right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, and of course, my favorite right here is mom taught me religion. Now, this, I'm, this is a joke, but mom really did teach me about religion. Mom was, uh, she was the closest thing I had to anybody that, that, that pursued God. And, but she did teach me about religion in this sense also, because she had a classic saying, is you better hope that comes off my couch. 
or you better hope that comes out of my carpet because if it don't, I brought you into this world and I can take you out and I will knock you into next week, you know. So, all right, so that being said, let's, look, all these, <laughs> these are fun things to think about, fun things to laugh, and I really enjoyed thinking back, you know, uh, you know, just it gave me a time to reflect back and really think about the times I got to spend with my mom. And I'm going to tell you something. I can honestly tell you, I, wouldn't, if, I couldn't stand here and say that I'm the man that I am if it wasn't for my mom. I mean, that's just the simple truth. Now, I'm not disregarding dad's input in that, but that's not his, this isn't his day. But, you know, the thing about God's dynamic for a family is God puts him, then he puts the father, then he puts the mother, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, a family dynamic here on earth is to mimic the body of Christ, right? The body of Christ is God's children, right? And the, the family dynamic here on earth is to be a man and a woman, a father and a mother. And I know society's trying to redefine what that means, right? But listen, I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing if it wasn't for my mom. My mom's what got me connected with God in the little capacity she did. It, before I got saved in my 20s, right? So, I mean, the sad thing is, is that this world is trying to redefine what a mother is. And you guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, somebody sent me a link to, uh, uh, I think it was Pierce Morgan was doing a talk show. I don't even know who this guy is. I don't watch that. But somebody sent it to me because there was a lady on his show, and he, kind of, he chewed her to pieces on this, but she, she came to the show to push her agenda of changing what it, it change it, it, what her whole agenda was that anybody can mother. You know, you don't have to be a female to mother, right? And 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 her whole it just was all over the place. It was just it just would it definitely didn't line up with the word of God. But these are the things that are being pushed out there right now. You know, I think and now a lot of uh, certain political officials are pushing to change the term remove the term mother, and they're trying to change it to birthing people. I mean, are we cattle now? Seriously? Oh my gosh, I mean, that's terrible. But the simple truth is, is God put a father and God put a mother. And God anointed a father and God anointed a mother. He anointed a father to be a father because he gifted him the way that he gifted him to be the father. He anointed a mother to be a mother because he anointed, the, he, he designed a mother to be a, the way she is, to do the things that she does. And, and, and thank God for that, Right? Because when you look at, and listen, I'm not taking a jab for single parents, right? right? I understand you have to fill both roles in a time. And thank God for the grace of God and the mercy of God. And you can, the Holy Spirit, you can still do and, and do what you need to do. And you, that's, that, that, that makes you have to press in closer to God. Because you need Him in those situations. But ultimately, in, in God's plan, it should have been a mother. It should have been a father, right? But we're, we live in an unperfect world, right? Nothing's perfect, right? But listen, guys, I just want to encourage you, don't, don't fall into uh, the, the, the way the world is trying to redefine what a family is, all right? Because we don't establish what we believe off of the spirit of this world, off of the things of this world. We establish what we believe off of the Word of God. And I'm here to tell you that God designed mothers to be special. God designed mothers to be strong. God designed mothers to be knowledgeable. God designed mothers to be patient. God designed mothers to be loving. God designed mothers. I could just go on and on and on and on. He, but he designed them to be moms and he equipped them to be moms. Amen. And I mean, the great thing is, is and I'm just kind of talking from your, my heart today. The great thing is, is when you really think about what God designed us for, now, we know God created us to worship Him, 
right? And that's ultimately in, in the nitty-gritty. But God ultimately created us to serve. Service. So I was talking about Kaylee's heart, serving. And she has it. She's going to be a great mother and a great leader and a great teacher, whatever good she steps out to do, because she has that heart of serving. God's designed us to serve. And if you think back in Matthew 20, 26, where Jesus is talking, Jesus says, he says right there, he says, he says, if you want to be great in my kingdom, I'm paraphrasing, if you want to be great in my kingdom, then first you've got to become a servant of all, right? So he created us to serve. And I'm going to tell you something. I have never, when I reflect back on my life with my mother, and with the, the wonderful mother of my children sitting right there. And when, I have never seen anyone serve like a mother serves. I mean, mothers serve to the point of sacrifice. They really serve to the point of sacrifice a lot of times, right? They give of their time regardless of their wants. They give of their effort regardless of their wants. And they give of everything they have regardless of their wants. And it's not to gain anything out of it other than to because they love their mother, right? They, I mean, they love their children. You know, we had this issue with when, when, when we had children. This wasn't an issue. It was a decision Michelle and I made. We were not going to be the typical American family, because when we started having children, it was in America, you know, you, it was mom and dad, and both mom and dad worked full-time jobs, and the children just went off to daycare. And, and nothing wrong with that if that's what you do, you know. But we felt like that wasn't God's best. And we were in a position to where we, we decided that she's going to stay home with the kids, I'm going to be the provider, I'm going to work, and we're going to live within those means and within those boundaries. And, 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 and through all of that, her motherly instinct, was, which was so amazing. She really is the greatest mother to my children. I mean, she's amazing. And, I know, of course, I know that comes from her mother, Mama D. But, but, but the thing that I, one of the things that I remember most was Michelle would sacrifice so much. It wasn't a, a money thing. It was she would just sacrifice all of her time for the kids. And <clears throat> Michelle actually got to a place where she wouldn't go shopping for herself. And Mama D is going to know exactly what I'm talking about because Mama D got to the point where Mama D would have to take her to buy her some clothes. Because every time she would go to the mall or go to the stores or whatever, she, her mind automatically would draw to what the kids need. And she wouldn't, we'd have to make, even on her birthday, here's money, go shopping, okay. And then come back and there'd be a bag full of clothes for the kids, you know. But hey, you know. But that's that motherly instinct, giving of herself for her children. Man, I'm going to tell you. God, there is nothing like mother. And let me tell you something. When that makes me think about John 10.10, 10, where Jesus tells us, he says, tells us that he wants us to have a rich and satisfying life. And when you think about it, well, how do you have that rich and satisfying life? Well, in verse 11, he tells us that, that he says, I am the good shepherd. And he says, and the good shepherd gives his life for the, for the, for the, for the sheep, for the flock, right? And, and when, I, when I read that, when I think about it, guys, that's a classic picture of the mother. I mean, just like Jesus came to this earth, gave his life, right? And we know all of that. But he, he gave, and he willfully did it, because, you know, he came as a man. And he, he gave of his life for all of God's children. That's exactly, I mean, that's exactly what a mother does. Exactly. And God's anointed moms to do that. He's anointed moms for the, to sacrifice, and they, he's anointed them with that instinct, I mean, to know things, right? And this is, these are reasons why they deserve all of our, our honor today, all of our love and all of our respect. 
I mean, you, you respect your mom. You know, right is right. The one thing is that you do respect your mom, and you don't let nobody disrespect your mom. I don't care who it is. You get in a relation somebody, relationship with somebody that's disrespecting your mom, you better step in. That's your mom. That's your mom. You're not going to replace mom, right? You, don't, you, don't, you, you, you fight for your mom. She's done a lot for you. Glory to God, you fight for your mom. And she's anointed to do what, she, what she's called to do. She really does. I mean, they're anointed to, to, to sacrifice, and, but they're also anointed to plan. When you think about a typical Mother's Day, I mean, I mean getting up, they, their natural instinct goes to, are my kids up? Are they ready for, are, are they ready for school? Have they been fed? Are, they, are, we got them? Are, are they at school in their minds? Their minds processing all of this. It's amazing how God made women's mind to be able to, to multitask. You know, guys can't do that, but women can, right? But they're, they're thinking all of this through. Did they get to school? And then they've got to be thinking, well, what about soccer practice? And then they got to be thinking about what about dance recital? What about, wait a minute, we're going to eat dinner when I get home at some point. I mean, they're mine. I mean, they're anointed to plan. And you know, the funny thing is, I was thinking about my mom. I was like, you know, I, I've come to the conclusion that she was anointed with this instinct, right? And, and I think back is that's why she knew everything, right? Because how many of you had a mom that always just seemed to know when you were doing something wrong, right? My mom always knew. Because I was a little boy, you know, we didn't want to play. We didn't want to get a bath. We wanted to go play football. We'll go climb another tree. We wanted to dig a hole. We wanted to drive by. I said, we want to do something. But they'd make me get a bath. And I would go in there, and I thought I was being slick, and I'd wet my hair, you know, get the towel, you know, come out with wet hair, you know. Hey, 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 you didn't get a bath. What? I'm like, how does she know these things? It's a motherly instinct. And guys, let me tell you something. This is so true. When I was little, this was when Star Wars came out. I promise you, when Star Wars came out, I thought, I finally figured it out. I know what mom's magic power is. She's got the force working in her. I promise you I did. My sister quickly said, get out of here, you stupid brat. That's not real. I was like, oh my gosh, she just busted my bobo. Oh, I thought I had it figured it out. But But moms are all knowing because they're anointed with that instinct. Moms know when things are not going right in their children. Moms know when, 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 uh, uh, when things need to change with their children. Don't get mad at mom if she, if she has, has an opinion about something you're doing. She has that motherly instinct. She's been anointed with that, right? And I tell you, when, it, when you really look at, I look at like Michelle, and one of her great giftings is her flexibility. You know, and that's the way mothers are wired. They can be flexible. Because to do all that they do, they have to be. And, and, and they're always ready for change. They're always ready for what's next. And, you know, when you think about it, thank God me, that, that, that God didn't call men to do that because we couldn't do it. You know, men like stability. We like, to, we like to sit in our same chair. We like to drink from our same cup. We wear the same shoes. We put on the same underwear, you know. I mean, no, I have clean ones, Right? But men like that stability. They really do. But moms are what's always ready. And that's why moms, guys, and this is so true, moms are always encouraging their kids to dream big. You know, when, when, when you look at it, uh, kids, and I have to actually work, work at this, I'll be honest with you, and I'm, I'm one to push my children to do what they dream, what the God-given dreams in their heart. But moms are all, in, all on board with this, Right? But dads are so, they like stability. 
And they're looking at these dreams logistically. Well, that's going to cost you this. You're going to have to do that. Oh, gosh, son. You're going to have to cross this bridge, that bridge, that bridge. You'll never get there, you know. That's where dads react. And in the natural, some that's true. But that goes back to why it's important to raise your kids in a church like this, teaching them, right, the foundation of faith and believing God. Believe God for those dreams. God placed the dreams in there, right? Give them a foundation to believe Him. Don't limit the, don't allow them, like Michelle was talking about earlier, don't allow them to limit God with small thinking. And moms always encourage their kids to dream big. Because I'm going to tell you, every time one of my kids, they always go to mom first when they got something that, that big on their, on, that they're wanting to do or a direction they're wanting to go. And then she'll come and talk to me because she knows what I'm going to do. My mind automatically goes, I'm processing how we got to do this you know, naturally and all this. And, and then I have to work toward, oh, okay. And then I go encourage them in the direction they need to go. But listen, moms are wired that way. It just naturally happens to them. And it happens because they don't settle. It, they don't settle. And, and that, in a nutshell, guys, while mom's encouraging the kids to dream big, dads, don't put any fire out that your kid has in his heart. Now, guide him. They need our guidance, of course. But don't put that fire out, right? And always remember, mothers are wired the way that they're wired. And I think that one of the greatest things that, I, that amazes me about moms is, is, is that they understand the importance of friends. All right? In other words, they know what Proverbs thirteen twenty says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Moms just naturally understand that. In, in other words, they, how many times has mom come around and say, hey, don't hang around them, they're bad influence. Don't bring them into you. You don't need to date that person. That's not the best person for you. Why? Because I said so, and that's why. No, I'm just kidding. But she says, why? Because she has that motherly instinct, discernment. Mothers naturally carry that for their children because they're protecting them. It's not about, I just don't like her hair, I don't like her shoes, or I don't like his, I don't like his car, I don't like his job. It's none of that. It's a natural, instinctive, anointed discernment that mothers carry. And, it's, and listen, that's why they'll fight for their kids. And, they, and let me just tell you a truth. I'm going to tell you a simple truth when it comes to bad company or friends. And this is just as true as it can be. There are more scriptures in the Bible about friends than there are on the subject of hell itself. And you want to know why that is? Because if you hook yourself up with the wrong friends, that's exactly where they're going to take you. And that's just a simple truth. I know that kind of, sounds kind of harsh, some people are like, oh, well, don't be so condemning. But that's just a simple truth. That's all I'm doing. So listen, I thank God for all you moms that are fighting for your kids, using your anointing and using your giftings. Glory to God. And listen, I could be here all day coming up with things that you naturally are a part of who you are and a part of how God has made you. All right? But I want to close with this scripture, and that's Proverbs 31. And I'm going to read... Uh, I guess I'll start in verse 25. But this is my mom. When I read this, this is my mom. And I remember my mom had this written on her little dresser in her room. And I knew it was a goal for her life. And now, were we perfect? Did she, you know, do you ever attain everything? I don't know. You know, probably not because we live in a broken world. But this was my mom. And, and it was an awesome goal to have. And it says, and I'm going to read this out of the Passion because it reads with a little more passion. Verse 25, it says, Bold power and glorious majesty are wrapped around her, 
As she laughs with joy over the latter days, her teachings were filled with wisdom and kindness as loving instruction pours from her lips. She watches over the way of her household and meets every need they have. Her sons and daughters arise in one accord to extol her virtues, and her husband arises to speak of her in glowing terms. Ooh, husbands, you need to be speaking of your wives in glowing terms. Man, pursue your wife. Never stop pursuing your wife. Never stop. I'll never stop. I probably pursue her so much she gets aggravated. Actually, I know I do, so I'm sorry. But I'll never stop pursuing my wife, right? But don't. No, anyway, in verse 29, it says, There are many valid, noble ones, but you have ascended above them all. Charm can be misleading, and beauty is vain, and so quickly fades. But this virtuous woman lives in wonder, all in the fear of the Lord. She will be praised throughout eternity. Go ahead and give her the credit that is due, for she has become a radiant woman. And all her loving works of righteousness deserve to be admired at the gateways of every city. Moms, let that be your goal. It may be you now, but never, never, never. Stop trying to attain to be that. Because that was my mom. That was. That was. She wasn't perfect. I wasn't perfect. None of us are perfect, right? But she always, she always set that forth as a goal. I'm, I'm, I'm working towards that. I'm working towards that. And let me tell you something. If you're in here today, whatever you got going on with your mom, if you're, maybe your situation's not just right, make it right. That's your mom, right? Make, that's your mom. Because I'm going to tell you something. And I say this every year at Mother's Day because it's still close in my heart. And my, now, we, we didn't have any issues between me and my mom, but I would give anything for another 10 minutes with mom. There's so much more I would want to tell her, right? Guys, don't let that come up on you. Don't let it come up on you. Take time with your mother. mother. Respect her. And, and listen, it's... A lot of times people get in situations with mom and they always want to point it back that mom's the villain, mom's the bad person. Listen, take time to look at yourself. Check yourself out, right? I'm not saying mom's perfect, but you're not perfect either, right? And, and, and I'm going to tell you something. When mom's gone, she's gone. And there's nothing, not anything on this earth that will ever replace your mother. Amen. Glory.